So back in the day, they used to make movies about people falling in and out of love. They were called romantic comedies. They starred Meg Ryan and Sandra Bullock and Julia Roberts. They made us laugh, they made us cry, and they made us watch them again and again and again. But occasionally, one of these movies actually has a valuable lesson to teach. Today, I'm going to talk about two different romantic comedies made this century and how a few scenes from them can help you find your husband. I'm Evan Marquette, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Stay to the end of this to learn how a couple movies may hold the key to helping you find your right guy. When we're done, I'll let you know how you can apply to love you and create a relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Now, preface everything. My first career was as a screenwriter. I moved to Los Angeles when I was 24. I got an agent and a manager. I was a writer's assistant on the TV show, the sitcom Ellen, um, before she turned into a talk show. I was in the Warner Brothers Writers Workshop. I finished in the top three in the first Project Greenlight contest with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. I went to UCLA Film School. I did everything except make money. So there's really not much of a point in sharing this, sharing this story except for the fact that I was once Hollywood's most successful, unsuccessful writer. So with that, I want to tell you about these two movies. Um, if you haven't seen them, they're, they're worth your time, at least from my memory. I tend to see movies once and then move on, but these two stuck with me. One of them is called Serendipity. It was made in 2001, starred John Cusack as a lovelorn guy who falls in love with Kate Beckinsale. It's cute. Um, and that's the A story. That's the main plot is John Beckinsale, John, John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale meet cute and through a series of coincidences manage to end up together and I'm not giving anything away. The thing I remember most about that movie was a subplot involving Cusack's character's best friend who was played by Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven was the guy who had it all. He had the gorgeous wife, he had the house, he had the kids, he had the life. And Cusack is envious, he's in his 30s, he's wondering what's wrong with him, why it's so hard for him to find the right person, maybe this rings a bell. And he's looking at his friend with envy at the life he created. Have you ever looked at your married friends with some measure of envy at the life that they have? Well, watch this movie, because about two-thirds through the movie, we discover that Jeremy Piven getting a divorce. The guy with the perfect life looked great on paper. These days looks great on social media. We thought they were so happy. We thought they were the perfect couple. I mean, they had looks and money and traveled and they posted their pictures. And sure enough, looking at other people's lives and trying to assume that you know what's going on inside their relationship is an exercise in futility. You have no idea what's going on in people's relationships. And in fact, I would say with some measure of authority that you wouldn't want to marry any of your friend's husbands. That's how confident I am that your guy hasn't been taken and that your friend isn't necessarily living the life that you think she's leading just because she's married. So I think that's one to you know plant a flag and, and really consider how much we spend, how much time we spend 
envying other people based on social media, right? Perception, right? Whether then the reality is, do you really want this person's life? Do you really want this person's partner and everything that comes with it? And that sometimes the, the, the people who appear to be happiest from the outside aren't actually happy. It's been said before, and I will repeat it here. The goal is not to get you married. The goal is for you to be happily married. And I remember reading somewhere that two-thirds of marriages are unhappy. That doesn't surprise me in the least. My job is to make you into the one-third. Most people are unconscious about how they got to where they are, and they just feel stuck in their life. So people who have a 40-year marriage, they could call it a success, but if they were miserable for most of the time, relationships take work, and we stayed together for the kids, and I don't know. I don't know. You don't have to be those people. We want to narrow our search and create great relationships, not just relationships. And we want to be like John Cusack. We want not like Jeremy Piven. The next movie I want to talk about, and this goes a little bit deeper, is a movie called 500 Days of Summer. Zoe Deschanel and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, 2009. And I was so struck when I saw this movie that I, I blogged about it. Um, I, and I'm going to pull up what I wrote 11 years ago because I think it's relevant. And I think there's two important lessons that you can learn from 500 Days of Summer. So the movie itself, if you haven't heard of it, it's not a big name romantic comedy. It recounts a two-year on-and-off-again relationship of Tom and Summer. And they're in their 20s and they work together. And Summer, the woman, does not believe in relationships and boyfriends while Tom is a hopeless romantic. He's smitten. And he knows that this Summer is the woman that he wants to spend the rest of his life with. And eventually, through hard work, he wins her over. But the entire movie, she keeps him at arm's length. That's, That's the movie. And eventually, she leaves him brokenhearted to find someone else. The end. <laughs> what, a, what a romantic comedy. First of all, these, these, this is what makes a great movie. It's not just getting the happy ending. In real life, you want a happy, happy ending. But in a movie, a movie like Rocky where he loses, that's a really great ending because it reflects sometimes what happens in real life. In this movie, the boy doesn't get the girl. So let's look at that closely. Number one, if the gender roles were reversed, This movie doesn't get made. Fascinating. It's the story of a man who takes on the, use again, the gender role reversal, the woman's role of wanting a relationship, being smitten, being treated poorly, and getting devastated that he invested so much time in someone who never was willing to reciprocate. It's painfully sad. It's such a reflection of real life. The boy doesn't get the girl of his dreams. If you could tell me a movie where there's a girl who loves a boy madly, <laughs> right, spends two years chasing him, and ends up devastated at the end of the movie, you are a better film aficionado, aficionado than I am. And you could put that in the comments. And my best friend's wedding doesn't count, because she wasn't really madly in love with her best friend. She was just jealous. I think it's interesting that they could make a movie about a guy who doesn't get the girl, because you don't see too many movies about the girl who doesn't get the guy. The more important takeaway, and the thing that I really want you to take from this entire video, was the snippet, and hopefully we're gonna include in this, in this podcast, this video, is Tom, main character. He's talking about this summer and how perfect she is, 
and he's venting to his best friend. Venting's the wrong word. He's just putting her up on a pedestal. And his best friend tells him another version of this narrative. And his narrative is he met his wife in the seventh grade and he's been with her ever since. And he's looked around and he's met tons of amazing women, but he realized that they weren't perfect either. So he decides to stay with his wife because even though she isn't perfect, she's real. Right. The clip will, you know, shows that better than I do. So this is a love you concept. This is the way I feel about love. So many of us get smitten with someone. We idealize them and then put them up on a pedestal. We focus only on their good traits, not on their bad traits. He's cute. He's funny. He's smart. He's successful. He sometimes does sweet things in moments when we're together. We have such an amazing connection. We have such great sex and, and we ignore their flaws. They're selfish. They put themselves first and you second. They're not willing to go the extra mile. They're not willing to sacrifice. They don't want to commit. They don't make you feel safe. They don't allow you to relax. They don't handle interpersonal conflict well. And they yell or they pull away or they break up. And that's what's painful about this movie. It's just a gender role reversal where the woman is the one who's all wrapped up in herself and ends up breaking a guy's heart. So true wisdom is in, is in recognizing there isn't a perfect person who meets all of our criteria. There's no such thing. And the criteria that we often use to choose people is often faulty as well, because I could hand you the perfect man. But if that perfect man doesn't want to commit, he's not perfect. If that per perfect man is insensitive to your emotional needs, he's not perfect. And wouldn't make a great husband even if I waved a magic wand. So. The way to find love is to recognize that we should all be thrilled to have someone who loves us unconditionally above all. And we don't want to be like this character, even though he's a likable character, right? who pursues a dream and a fantasy that's not meant to be for the whole movie, and thinks for most of the time that because they both like the Smiths and have strong physical attraction, that therefore they're meant to be a couple. Realize. Your perfect mate is the one who is real and the one who treats you like gold. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You Podcast. For more episodes like this on YouTube, click the subscribe button, ring the bell, choose all to ensure you get notified when new content comes out. And if you're listening to the audio podcast, scroll down, leave an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You Podcast and more love in the world. And it's really nice and it makes me feel good. And that means something. <laughs> If you're interested in Love You and you want to take these ideas that I give to you in these podcasts and these videos and put them into practice, not just know them, but live them, click on the link below to apply to Love You and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Are you the woman who has everything except a man? You can have the relationship of your dreams and you don't have to change to get it. In Love You, you will gain confidence, let go of unhealthy relationship patterns, learn to trust your judgment, understand and attract quality men, assess long-term compatibility, and create a passionate, unconditionally loving relationship with a partner who puts you first, never lets you down, and always makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click on the Apply for Coaching button to get started.